What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Amanda's World, the bonus episode. Now, before I start the intro and everything, I have an announcement for you all. I teamed up with a small business called Apply Pressure to bring to you all my first ever merch drop. In that merch drop, I have a hoodie, I have socks, sweatpants, baseball cap, bucket hat, a necklace, bracelet, and phone charms. Everything is posted on my story right now with pre-sale, and if you are interested in going to purchase something, go check out my story and DM me. The website will be out next week, and yeah, I'm super excited that I got to do this for you all, and I really hope you guys enjoy it, and feel free to DM me on Instagram if you guys have any questions. Now, the next clip will be the intro. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Amanda's World, the bonus episode. Now, there's no small business shop that I'm promoting for this episode, since I am promoting the shop that I'm currently working with for my merch shop, Apply Pressure. I think her shop is super cool. I absolutely love the products she makes. It's all custom, and it's one of a kind, and I think it's super cool, and you also go check it out. Anyways, this week on Amanda's World, I had on Hannah. Now, you actually might know who she is, because she played Carrie on Austin and Allie. We talked all about her time on Disney Channel, about her, about COVID, and just so much more. Thank you once again for listening to this week's episode, aka the bonus episode. And I will see you guys tomorrow for Small Business Saturday. And one more thing, if you haven't already, please go check out my merch drop and let me know what you all think of it. Anyways, thanks for listening to this week's bonus episode once again. And the next clip will be my interview with Hannah. Back to Amanda's World. Let's look on Amanda's World. We have Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, what's good? Thank you again for coming on. Can you introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about you and like your work in like the acting industry and stuff? For sure. It's such a pleasure to meet with you, Amanda. My name is Hannah Cat Jones. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I got my big break on America's Next Top Model Cycle 16. I started modeling full-time, completely took a leap of faith, uh, dropped out of college, and just sort of started following my dreams wholeheartedly. Um, And that led me to LA, where I was working as a model. I started doing YouTube videos, sharing behind the scenes of fashion shows and photo shoots. Yeah, and that is how a talent manager found me um, and started submitting me for projects for television and film. Mm -hmm. And in my first month, I had some really big auditions that were uh, really exciting. Mm -hmm. And I realized I was going up against a lot of tough competition. My first audition, I auditioned for The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg, and the role ended up going to Brie Larson. Uh, And then the second audition I had was for actually my favorite book in um, high school that they were turning into a movie called The giver um and that role ended up going to taylor swift um so i realized really quickly that like i was in a very um tough competition casting Mm -hmm. pool but uh, my third audition in my first month was for the disney channel show austin and ally and i was auditioning for the character carrie i i read her on the page and i immediately knew how i wanted to present Mm -hmm. my version of her to the casting directors yeah and uh, she was supposed to be a guest star character, and it ended up turning into a recurring character for two seasons, so including cool. the finale of the show. So it was a really awesome experience, so like cool. very quickly in my like uh, auditioning pro mm-hmm. or like in in my you know uh, auditioning as a professional actor yeah. in LA. So I was like, wow, that was a lot easier than I it expected. Was. And, and wasn't now Carrie been- a model in the show too. Yeah, it's really funny how um, art imitates life. Uh, I uh, Carrie first was a a really terrible waitress, Mm -hmm. and I've had my fair share of uh, experiences as a terrible waitress in LA when Mm -hmm. um, I was, you know, um, trying to make it. And then um, she was actually a trophy presenter at a music video or music awards, and I 
ended up, um, uh, like after that uh, episode aired, I ended up becoming a trophy pre- presenter for MTV Music Video Awards the oh same God. year that Iris hosted. So, oh, so uh, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of things that were happening on the show that mm. ended up happening in real life. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really fun, That's and so cool. I love kind of bringing Carrie to, um, you know, my work uh, as an acting coach. Um, usually, yeah. when I'm teaching young kids, I'll bring in a little bit of Carrie's personality to like our warm ups and yeah. um, different articulation exercises. That's and so cool. uh, yeah, she's a huge part of of me, and um, I love awesome. being able to incorporate her and mm-hmm. uh, what I do now. That's awesome. So now I wanted to ask you, what was it like playing Carrie? Like, did you have to prepare for the role? Like. What did you bring in, like, being yourself for the role? Like, how did you do it? Yeah, so when I started, when I looked at the script, I was, I think I was, like, 23 at the time. Okay. Um, and I, so I had kind of, to be honest, I had yeah. kind of stopped watching Disney Channel. Um, uh-huh. So I needed, yeah, I was, like, you know, I was uh, not really watching much TV at that point. Mm-hmm. And so I um, did, like, a bunch of research, research on YouTube watching the show to get, like, the mood and the idea yeah. of the pacing and how the characters spoke and everything. Yeah. And then found out that one of the kids that I went to high school with, he was in a grade above me, which was actually on the show already. Mm. Um, so I thought that was like a really good luck sign. Um, mm. It's JP. Uh, he, I think he, his character was Chuck. He was a... Uh, oh, I know baby. what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so that was exciting. And then um, I just kind of, I really studied Dez's character, or Caleb Worthy's character, mm-hmm. Dez, because that was going to be Carrie's boyfriend. And uh, I was inspired by his wardrobe. You know, he always yeah. wore a shirt that had, like, funny characters on it. Yeah. So I had, I had a shirt that I had for years at that point, and I still have it. And now it's just, like, almost barely hanging in, uh, hanging mm-hmm. in there, but I can't get rid of it because it was, like, my audition shirt. But yeah. it had a taco that said, hola, to uh, a box of friends fries that said bonjour mm-hmm. uh, it was baby blue and then I wore my hair in pigtails just because I kind of felt like and the character like was what's that that's like Carrie wore her hair too in the show yeah yeah so I just I always really you know for me I really love whenever I wear my hair in pigtails it kind of like brings my spirits up I feel like more playful yeah. and um, you know, quirky. So um, I went into the uh, same studio lot or production, um, like studios that they filmed um, Live and Maddie oh, cool. and Casey Undercover. And oh, that's cool. where they were holding the auditions. The casting office was there for Austin and Allie. Oh, cool. And I got into the elevator and I was in the elevator with a lady that just seemed like I wasn't really sure who she was, but mm. uh, I was just kind of getting into character by like being friendly and talking to her and being sort of like a blabbermouth and being quirky yeah. and talking about blueberries you know just kind of like mm-hmm. you like being trying to get warmed up for the audition and yeah. then when we got out onto the actual casting office floor she walked in the casting director's office and it turned out I had been talking to the casting director of Austin and Allie mm-hmm. and it just kind of made me realize that like when you're in the industry or in these positions mm-hmm. where like you never know who you could be talking to like no. whether it's at the grocery store you or never know. you know I don't uh, yeah, so LA is really cool like that, and um, the audition went really well. Um, mm-hmm. So I got a call back on, and it happened that Wednesday. And then um, after the call back was like a producer session on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, where the writers of the show were there, uh, Kevin and Heath, who also wrote uh, Good Burger, okay. um, which yeah, uh, it's kind of before your time, but yeah. a classic nonetheless with Keenan and Kel. And then um, the producers of Disney were there as well as the director of the show that I was going to be on okay. for the first episode. Um, and the audition went really well. Like when I left, I I was just like 
so excited because it just had everybody in the room laughing. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, when it comes to uh, an audition, you, the the goal is always just to do your personal best because yeah. after that point, it's up to uh, the, the mm-hmm. casting directors to do their job of picking the right yeah. actors for the part. So I felt really good about it. And then um, I was kind of a nervous wreck afterwards because I was so excited. And then my my manager called me like late that night around like 6 p.m. Yeah. And um, she was, all she had to say was, you booked it. And I like fell to the floor. I was so, so shocked. Because I had, I, my experience on America's Next Top Model was great as far as learning about how mm. reality TV works. But yeah. I really... The very first acting job that I had was for Disney Channel. So, so cool. it was really exciting. So cool. And, um, you know, it's been a part of my mission. Like now, as I am a mentor for younger artists to That's help awesome. them realize that how important it is just to never give up on your dreams That's because awesome. you never awesome. know. You yeah. Never know. I know I started this. Sorry. It's okay. I know I started this when I was 16 and kind of just took off on its own. And everything, and I know, like, hearing from you, it's kind of cool to see that it will take off, like, eventually, what's cool. Of course, and um, what I always like to remind others, and I try to keep this in mind myself in the mm. process, is that it shouldn't be about the destination. No. There's a quote about that, you know, it should really be that you, um, it's, you do what, like, makes you feel like you're thriving, yeah. do what makes like brings you joy and do something that is bringing mm-hmm. a gift, your gift to the rest of the world. And as you, you do that, you're going to aspire. Mm-hmm. And it could be something, it could be something that you didn't even expect from mm-hmm. yourself. It could be some a goal or a dream that's way bigger than your own. Mm-hmm. So it's important not to limit yourself to your level of, of success based on right. like an outcome, but instead just like giving your personal best every time you go into these situations. I agree with you on that. So now I wanted to ask you, you were telling me that you brought some of your own clothing in for Carrie's clothing. Yeah. What was that like? What was the hardest outfit to put on for Carrie? Oh, well, it was definitely that prom dress. Oh, um, that one was uh, quite a squeeze. And mm-hmm. luckily, the costume designers had created a, like a zipper at the bottom. So anytime I actually wanted to walk, they could unzip it. Or like if I needed to really sit down, mm-hmm. I could. Um, but that was such a fun episode to film because I am, as an actor, part of my process is a huge uh like one of the most important steps is Mm -hmm. incorporating what's going on physically with my character through um, body language and wardrobe. Um, And that helps Mm -hmm. me a lot kind of like from the outside and believe myself as a character. Um, And so that dress, what made it super easy because uh, like all the, you know, the whole story was uh, for as far as what Carrie's obstacles were in that uh, Mm -hmm. episode were really about her dress, not being able to like not being able to move and stuff, but it was a lot of fun. I know her dress was so pretty. I liked her dress a lot. And then the other dress that I liked was your flamingo dress that you wore. I really wish that I could have kept that flamingo dress. It was so cute. It kind of yes. reminds me of York. It did. I absolutely love that. Did you have a least favorite Carrie outfit to wear? Oh, um, gosh. I am trying to think of that. Um, no, I can't. I, I really so one of the one of my favorite parts of getting to work on the show, like besides mm-hmm. uh, working with the amazing artists of like Kayla Worthy and Ross yeah. Lynch and 
Manny and Laura was actually getting to work a lot hand-in-hand uh, hand with the costume designers. Mm-hmm. So, like, earlier you, you asked about my process. Yeah. Like I said, outside in is really important for me. So, like, every time I showed up for, like, a table read or a rehearsal, I was mm-hmm. in character through my costume because mm-hmm. that, for me, is, like, kind of my method mm-hmm. of just, like, you know, building my um, kind of my uh, background of the character and yeah. just, like, character development and so through rehearsal process like the during the rehearsal time the mm-hmm. costume designers they watch uh, all of the rehearsals as well and so mm-hmm. the costume designer would be like oh can you bring that oh could you wear that too and so yeah. I incorporated a lot of like uh zany sort of mm-hmm. uh like jewelry that my friends had created for me or like yeah. eccentric weird clothes that I had in my closet from working with designers yeah. and then I, what was really fun was uh, I was like you know telling this costume designer I was like you know, Carrie would really like these Doc Martin, these like these Doc Martins. They're mm-hmm. pink, highly faces on them. Mm-hmm. And what's your sous shack? Sous shack? And she ended up getting them for Carrie. And I was just like, this is awesome. And then mm-hmm. like after that episode or like after that season, um, yeah. Like you can keep the keep the shoes. Oh so that God. was like one of my favorite parts. Is like I got a fair, pair of free Doc Martens. That's so cool. <laughs> I want a pair of Doc Martens so badly. They're I, iconic. They're yeah, so much fun. I own every single type of sneakers you can imagine, but I don't own a pair of Doc Martens. Oh my gosh, that's okay. Well, Doc Martens are like a whole other category. They're, I know. I know. They're very hard to break into. They are. I have like four, three pairs of Nike Air Maxes. Then I have um, Air Forces, a whole bunch of, like, Adidas shoes and et cetera. Nice. I'm really a huge fan of platforms. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I'm 5'11". And uh, Mm -hmm. growing up, I was always really insecure about my height. I Mm -hmm. didn't like being taller than people because I've always felt, like, bigger than people. um, lately I've just decided like, I'm just going to go on to the other side of the spectrum with this. I'm going to make myself as tall as possible. And it's been so liberating and fun yeah. that now I love wearing like six inch platforms. So I like my favorite that. brand is if you go to Dolls Kill, they have like this, uh, huge platforms by Club X that are so much fun. You'll see them on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, I can't wear yeah. platforms. I'll fall and trip. I just cannot do that. These ones are great. They have ankle support. Um, you know, you got to find the right shoes. Everybody's different, yeah. but um, these yeah. ones I've walked miles in. I'm an accident prone. I'm always falling, always tripping. I actually, I was in a boot last year, so I wear sneakers. I sit with my sneakers only. It <laughs> sounds like you need a helmet, too. I know. I agree with you, honestly. So now I wanted to ask you, how was COVID and everything, doing, like, your job during COVID? Well, so for um, auditions, there was definitely a time where it went kind of completely dry. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it turned around and like my acting business really, or my coaching really took off um, Mm -hmm. where I started working with a lot more kids. Like every weekend I work with like 20 or 30 new kids to teach them acting and get them started in the industry, which is really rewarding. I live vicariously through them because Mm -hmm. at that stage when I was their age, I wanted to be an actor really bad and I was studying Mm -hmm. in school, but I had never really taken like the leap into like the more professional aspect of it yeah um and and at the same time I've been filming videos and like um doing auditions uh via self-tape and zoom auditions Mm -hmm. um I got I ended up getting on the side of the resorts world billboard in Vegas so I'm like a 75 foot screen um on the side of Vegas which was really fun um yeah I like I 
mainly a lot of my work lately has been through word of mouth because okay. the Zoom or the self-tape auditions, like, it's really hard to, mm. like, make an impression with people when, like, it's pre-recorded. It Face-to-face interaction, I feel yeah. like, for me, where it really works out with casting directors. Like, I just get to kind of, you know, mm. uh, be, befriend them, like, in the elevator, yeah. like you did with Austin and Allie. So um, it's definitely been different. And um, being you. 5'11 makes it a little tricky mm-hmm. because a lot of actors are quite petite. And mm-hmm. so, you know, a lot of times I feel like I'm taller than the lead character. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's um it's a blessing, you know. There's That's pros so and cool. cons. Being all, I can't <laughs> relate to being five eleven. I'm five three and a half, and I'm, I'm tiny. My brother is five nine, and I'm five three and a half. So he bends down to talk to me because he thinks he's being. Not funny. if you're wearing platforms. I know. So I have to tell you, my quarantine was interesting. My mom tested positive for COVID the day um COVID happened, and the world got shut down. Whoa. So March March thirteenth, twenty twenty, she tested positive that night. That's so scary. Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. She oh. actually just got antibody tested recently and has antibodies. Does she have her sense of smell? Yeah, she got it back recently, last sometime last year, last fall. Wow, that I'm. That's so. I mean, the the pandemic's been just such a um, difficult sort of. It has. Um, for us all to navigate mm. through I feel like it at first it brought everybody really close together and it then did. all of a sudden it became very polarizing where people were like you know you're either this or you're that you know? know and it's unfortunate um but you. you know honestly I really like masks uh like as a fashion statement so, uh, so yeah I mean I've had fun like making my own masks and like Ooh. matching them to my outfit Same. and stuff I, I know you had your jewelry drop during COVID yeah, I worked with um, Delacora, a jewelry designer that I met in New York, and we got to, I got to collaborate with her, um, and her uh, pieces are amazing, and she's a really awesome, um, it's an amazing woman-owned business, and yeah. a lot of her earnings she'll uh, donate to charity, so she's a really awesome um, designer That's to so support. Cool. I know um, some of the things that I did during COVID besides the masks, what I love wearing them, I have like a hundred different masks to match each outfit, was I got into directing and producing. Nice, really I cool. love that. Same, I've been doing a lot of that. And then um, I also watch The Vampire Diaries on Netflix a lot. Oh, you know what? I love, what's that main actress? What's her name? Nina Elena. Yes, she has an awesome YouTube video out through, I think, Reebok. It's a dance mm. video. And one of the things that I worked on, like, that I got, like, kind of uh, addicted to during COVID yeah. was, uh, first, I was trying to teach myself how to play the guitar. Okay. And I got pretty far, but then I started wanting to do, like, long nails again. Mm. And the had long nails and playing the guitar don't no. really go hand in hand. So I put that down, and I started teaching myself how to dance on YouTube. Oh, so because cool. a lot of it's so much fun. Like a lot of the auditions that I go on, they want the actors to be able to do, uh, you know, dancing mm-hmm. or singing and things like that. So um, I started t- taking like these YouTube videos and just, you know, working each day on just trying to learn new moves. And I love her video that she does That's with so Reebok. Cool. It is so much fun. And now when I go on the dance floor, I have like a choreographed dance that I can do. And I feel really so confident. Cool. My dance teacher would love to hear that. I take dance in school as my um, gym. And she, we in, we do everything. We do, like, K-pop. We do hip-hop. We do um country. We do everything in her class. Okay, there's another video that's K-pop that I do on repeat because it's only, like, three or four minutes long. So, like, if you kind of can't what pick song? up the 
Okay, so let me see here, because I did it today, so it's in my history. It's Kiss Me More by Miley Dance. Okay. It is so much fun, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can do it over and over yeah. again. And then another one that I really like is by Pamela Reef. It's only 10 minutes, and it's like an R- R&B dance oh, cool. workout. The one yeah. pop song that I love is called um, Dumb Liddy. It's like the only song that I like will make my dance teacher teach every year is that dance. I'm actually in is the- it- it's like, it's by Carid or something. I can't say the name of that band, but... Yeah, you'll have to send me the link because, like, I, it's so much fun. And, like, uh, exercise or movement is really important for me. And, like, during COVID, it Mm -hmm. got kind of monotonous. Like, I was, I felt like I was doing the same exercises every day. Same. Yeah. I know my dance teacher used to do um virtual Zoom meetings, dance classes while we were in um COVID. And um, my brother used to go to them with me and used to go do it. That's so funny. It is. Right right now, we're currently doing um, the the Rockettes. Oh, that's. That's so fun. Your your school sounds really awesome. The Thank fact you. that they dance it and is. that they you have dance. They have a lot of electives, actually. They have archery as your jam. They have dance as your jam. Then for electives, they have every single art program you can imagine. They have a huge music program. And then they have, like, cooking. They have childhood programs. They have all business classes. Wow. You don't need to learn math if you're in a cooking class. You can learn math. I know. Well, like, for math, I'm taking financial right now. Oh, that's also really awesome. I feel mm-hmm. like more people, I wish that more schools taught financial literacy. That's another thing like you. during COVID, I started investing um, because uh, I was like, you know, now's a really good time. Mm-hmm. Like while the stock market kind of dropped, it was like a good entry point, And it I started was. learning a lot about it. That's so funny. Yeah, I just interviewed a kid the other day. I can't use the interview because it just, it didn't work out, but he went off about Bitcoin. I had no idea what he was talking about, but he went off about Bitcoin for like 10 minutes. And I was trying to like cut change the topic yeah cryptocurrency is fascinating and it's it it's uh it's a fun you know topic to learn more about and it's it important is. to know what you're investing into um there's mm-hmm. a lot of like weird altcoins that aren't really good for anything yeah uh, i'm a huge advocate for ethereum and i'm really glad i held on to it it's been like super volatile but lately it's definitely yeah. paying off so that's really highly good. recommend ethereum that's really good. You know what I have been watching during quarantine? I rewatched all of Austin and Alley. Aw. And then I watched um Teen Wolf. I, what, did you watch any Netflix? You know, I uh, got really hooked on uh, clickbait. Um, and it that. takes a lot. Okay, look, I love acting, but it takes a lot for me to sit and watch a TV show or a movie. Um, so mm. it has to be like something that I'm really intrigued by. But clickbait like kind of kept me like hanging on by a thread. And then uh, now I'm addicted to Seinfeld um, and Curb Your Enthusiasm just because of the comedic genius that mm. um, those two shows are about. Yeah. I yeah. love comedy. So. That's so cool. The one show that I watched was The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I love that lead actress. She's amazing. Have you seen Flight Attendant? She's awesome. I've never seen that. And then um, another one that I watched was Team Wolf. Yeah, um, so one of the uh, coaches that I work with in this, uh, like, acting program, um, Mm -hmm. Ryan Kelly, was on Team Wolf. Kelly, who was he on Team Wolf? I don't know. I haven't seen Team Wolf. (laughs) Sorry, I have to search it. I actually met, like, I think back in, it was March or February, I met the makeup artist from Team Wolf and then the Team Wolf after show host. So I should know this, but I don't. There's a lot to keep up with. Um, Yeah, with all these, like, streaming um, platforms and, like, the TV shows on there. And then on top of, like, all the amazing TikTok influencers and YouTube. 
they're super incredible too. Like I am so impressed by these artists who can not only, um, you know, star in their own series, but yeah. also edit and like write their own content. I'm like, yeah, that's really what I would like to get better at is like being mm. able to like produce my own, um, stories and stuff on, um, yeah. on those platforms just to be able to like, you. you know, people carry inspire stuff too. Mm. I've been, I know I've been working on that too. I've been trying to get back on using TikTok to promote my podcast, but like every time I make a video, it doesn't do well. Okay. So here's the secret. Oh. Don't try too hard. Okay. Right? That's good to know. The less, yeah. Because here's the thing is mm-hmm. if you only spend like 20 or 30 seconds, like trying to make the video, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you take like two minutes to make the video or whatever, yeah. come up with like a caption, but don't think too hard about it. Yeah. Put it out there and like, it could blow up. But I had a video that blew up. It was super embarrassing. It was like, I was on, um, like the, the guy side of TikTok. And I made a video impersonating like the guys on TikTok, and that did really, really well. It got like on Snapchat spotlights and everything. Wow. Yeah, I still have. I took the video down because another girl was in it who I'm no longer friends with. But our video did really, really well. It got a lot of views. Yeah. Um. One of one of my videos that I'm literally just eating seaweed and um like making a mess in my friend's mm-hmm. room with the crumbs, like got like a couple of hundred views but on i i don't know i like it's it's hard for it's it hard for me to, it really is i love i just spend way too much time scrolling and watching so other people's content. what are you on like what type of side of tiktok are you on right now i really have no idea what the metaverse of tiktok there's is like like TikTok, a map. there's acting tiktok there's um spiritual tiktok there's um manifestation tiktok there's um cooking tiktok animal tiktok couple tiktok and etc okay definitely like i definitely love animal videos mm-hmm. uh i could watch those over and over again yeah. i actually I lo- just got I a love- kitten during quarantine too you got a kitten yeah oh i love cats mm-hmm. like my my boyfriend's cat is around here somewhere but uh-huh. he's nine years old he's awesome uh, I, have two, I have two cats i have a siamese and then i have a tabby Wow, I love Siamese mm. cats. They're very vocal. My audience knows she likes to scream in the background while I'm filming. That's so fun. Anyways, you were saying about TikTok? Sorry. Yeah, no, uh, like, I really like seeing artists and, like, how they create their mm. products through TikTok. And, like, anytime I see, like, an independent artist, I try to go and, you know, follow them on Instagram or, like, mm. check out their stuff on Etsy. Uh, like, mm. I, the more I can support uh, independent artists, the, like, better I feel awesome. about, like, you know, if I do an impulse buy and it's not from Amazon, I feel like a good person, you know? I, know. Uh, I actually, I yeah, work with all small businesses on my podcast. I do a thing called Small Business Saturday where I have a small business on every week. Nice. And then I work with a whole bunch of small businesses. Like I was telling you, I'm dropping a merch drop with a small business called Apply Prussia. Yay. How did you come up with your uh, logo? Like, what's your logo look my like? My logo is like, it's pink and purple and it says a man is world on it. I want like the pink and purple vibes. I don't know. And I like tie-dye and I'm into like the tie-dye themed. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it. Thanks. I'll send you pictures. It'll be out tomorrow. Right. And then, um, you know, I'm on small business TikTok and I can't tell you how much I spent on small business TikTok. I mean, TikTok is like, an, uh, like a wormhole. You can get lost in it for hours. You can. I also wanted to ask you, I'm changing the topic here, sorry. Did you have sure. a favorite person you met on set? Did I have a favorite person yeah. I met on set? Um, okay, I really like 
you know, Caleb's awesome. Mm. Or Caleb's awesome. Uh, Rainy has been really amazing. Like after the fact, like she always like reposts my stories and stuff. Like if I tag her, cause That's I sweet. like, I'm, like say hi to Rainy for me. You know, I feel like Rainy's really cool. Um, mm. and then, um, Rainy's brother, like you were saying earlier, yeah. Rico, he's uh, from modern family. But when he yeah. was, when he showed up to set, I was like, I know you from somewhere. How do I know you? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. And then it, I re- like, fi- like finally came to the conclusion that he's Rico- that he's from Modern Family. Yeah. Now it's crazy because people do that same thing to me where they're like, they can't really place where I'm from, yeah. but like it happens all the time. Like when I'm going out or, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like at a, you know, friend party or whatever. Yeah. And people are like, you look so familiar. How do I know you? And mm-hmm. I don't really know if it's because maybe we have mutual friends online yeah. or if they saw me on TV. And I don't want to be the person that's like, oh, it's because I was on America's Next Top Model. And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, um, it's because I was on a Disney Channel show. And they're like, maybe. Yeah. I know. It's the same way. I've been getting recognized everywhere since an article went out of me on my district page. So everybody will stop me and be like, I know you. I'm like, well, you do? Or people will be like, I know your name. I just don't know how I know you. And I'm like, is it because I have a podcast or is it because I go to that school? I don't know. Right. It's yeah. You just got to play it off like, mm. oh, yeah, I'm um, I'm that person that was on the news for uh, saving a bunch of kittens yeah. from that tree. Yeah, that's how I play it off, you know. Since I was on the district page, I have a lot of people who go up to me and be like, I, like congratulations, Amanda. And, like, I don't know who half these people are. And it's really funny because I should that's know so who, this whole school like knows who I am. And it's so weird. Uh, I also wanted to ask you, what were you going to college for before you dropped out? Actually, I was going to college for journalism and video production. Where'd you go to school? I went to St. Edwards in Austin, um, and it's kind of known for being the haunted school there. Um, They Mm. have a soccer field where, like, at night, people have seen, like, ghosts running around the field, and it kind of felt like Hogwarts. Um, It's a really fun place to be, and um, it has an amazing view of the of the city Austin, which is mm-hmm. if anybody's thinking about traveling to Texas, you got I just to went go to actually Austin. back in twenty nineteen. I went to Texas. I yeah. I had family in Fort Worth. Oh yeah, Dallas. I'm actually going there for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's so cool. I went to um Laco, and then I went to Dallas. Cool. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. It was actually funny. My brother went pescatarian two days before leaving for Texas. First place to be pescatarian. I Did know. you get any barbecue? He didn't eat. I we ate barbecue. He just he ate French fries. French fries, rolls, and salads were his thing. Wow, that sounds terrible. That mm-hmm. sounds miserable. It was, in well, Texas, it's so hard to be a vegetarian. It is. He really. My mom goes. He goes to my mom when she's looking at restaurants. Goes. By the way, I don't eat meat anymore. And she looked at him. She's like, "We leave for Texas in two days." He goes, "Yeah, yeah. I don't eat meat anymore." So we went to like Cracker Barrel one night, and he got like hash brown casserole. From there. Oh, that sounds that sounds kind of fun. Actually, it's so good. Actually, but anyways, so, the well, sorry. What? Uh, well, it's a funny, funny thing that happened to me. Like during COVID, I, like uh, the last ten years, I've been mm-hmm. basically vegan or pescatarian. I kind of jumped between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got my vaccine, my diet completely changed where all of a sudden I was eating red meat and now I eat barbecue all the time I like I actually have to like be like okay today I should not eat any steak because I've eaten it like the last three days Um, yeah so it's uh it's so 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 yummy I love I love now my mouth is watering I'm on barbecue sorry the one thing I got into during quarantine was I started eating fish like eating like salmon and like um 
some type of seafood. And then hamburgers were the one thing I ate all through in quarantine. Ah, uh, I love me a good hamburger. Same. I and like with modeling, I kind of stopped eating like fast food, and mm-hmm. and it's now it's just become something like that I'm used to. I don't really crave fast food, but yeah. lately I like all of a sudden I'm like I want some In and Out, mm-hmm. and even weirder, I, I want some now, I didn't bullet. like it. You what? I had it now. I didn't like it. Oh really? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten it lately. Do you like Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A is my to go to. Yeah, I don't really eat chicken. I'm so weird. Mm. I only like red meat, the but chi- I think I would enjoy some well, Chick-fil-A. Dairy Queen makes a really good hamburger. Okay, you know I was in a Dairy Queen commercial? You were? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. Um, so cool. I love, I love commercial work. I was in two, actually, one that was just, like, just for, um, like, one of their blizzards that they were coming out oh, with, and so then cool. they did, like, a Guardians of Galaxy kind of collab. And oh, so I was in came a- up. That's so cool. Yeah. What other commercials yeah. have you done? Um, I worked on a Best Buy commercial with Adam Devine, oh, cool. and the director was actually the writer for the Chappelle Show. Um, and he has a special, uh, Neil Brennan, he has a special on Netflix. And it wasn't until I watched the Netflix special after I worked with him that I realized who he was. I was like, oh my gosh, I worked with this epic director and I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually have done a commercial for Eggs. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was so random, but so much fun. Um, we shot in a grocery store at our call time, like when the commercial shoot actually started was 2 a.m. in the morning. So I oh like God. went to sleep, like tried to go to sleep as early as I could and then woke up and like mm. rolled out of bed. And my roommate was like, are you going to brush your hair before you go to set? And I'm thinking that there's going to be like makeup artists on set. So mm. I like I brushed it a little bit just to like make sure I didn't show up looking like completely disheveled. Mm. And then they were like, OK, um, we're going to just uh, get you guys into wardrobe and you're going to shoot. And we were like, wait, there's no hair and makeup. And they were like, no, we're kind of looking for the, like, you know, kind of natural look. And I was, like, so glad that my roommate told me to brush my hair. Because I, I would have. Yeah. My mom does it to me every morning. I'll walk out of the house and forget to brush my hair. And she's like, I'm going to brush your hair before you leave, please. Brushing the hair is not something that is to be taken lightly. It's like, mm. it's kind of a, you have to know the timing of like when mm. it's appropriate to brush your hair. Cause like, personally for me, when my hair is dry, I don't want to brush it. It yeah. like frizzles up and stuff. Like I only like to brush it when it's wet and then I try to keep it. That's why pigtails really help because yeah. it big, I don't have to worry about it getting tangled. Mm-hmm. But I used to yeah. keep my hair really, really short. And then I during quarantine, I grew it, grew it out. And then I chopped it all off again. And then guess the last year I grew it out. So this is the longest it's been in a while. Looks like it grows really fast. It does. And like my hair's all natural. Like I have layers and then I don't dye or anything. Uh, I actually have gotten into dyeing um, hair. I just dyed my boyfriend's <laughs> hair or bleached it today. Oh, that's so um, cool. It's so much fun. My dad's a hairdresser, so I grew up oh, doing cool. it, um, or at least, like, grew, grew up watching him and the I salon and, my, like, wash these. That's so cool. I cut my bangs one time. That's what I did. I cut off Ooh. my bangs. My mom was going to kill me. She was so mad at me. Yeah, bangs are hard, yeah, and it I, really depends on, like, what were you kind of going for, the curtain bangs? or like, No, I was trying to cut them off because they were in my face, and they were, like, in my face. I didn't like them, so I chopped off my bangs, and it took my mom, like, two weeks to realize I cut my hair myself. Well, and I guess you did a pretty good job since she yeah. didn't really know right away. And then I got punished. But, you know. But anyways, Hannah, those are all the questions I have for you. Everybody, make sure you go check her out. I'm going to put all her stuff below. And thanks for listening to this week's episode. And I'll see you guys in Small Business Saturday.
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, aka the bonus episode. Um, if you haven't already, once again, I'm sorry I keep on repeating myself, go check out my merch shop with Apply Pressure and go check out her shop. Make sure you go check out Hannah's socials. And once again, make sure you check out my socials. Thank you once again for listening to this week's episode, aka the bonus episode. And I will see you all tomorrow on Small Business Saturday.